Mental health refers to our cognitive and or emotional well-being. It's referring to how we think, feel and behave. As you know, I believe the most powerful thing on the planet is the human mind, and we all have one. So why not take the best version of it with us everywhere we go? I'm not talking about increasing your IQ and becoming as smart as possible. I'm talking about understanding how you operate from the inside out so you can mold your perception and experiences of the world so you can create your own reality. I also did a short episode, number 46 on this podcast, called Mental Health, A More Congruent Perspective. It's an easy listen that relates to this episode, so if you haven't heard it, I suggest you take a listen after this one. Now, full disclosure, I am not a psychologist. I'm not a psychiatrist or a registered health professional trained in the areas of mental ill health. I will not claim to heal any mental illness or suggest that my coaching is better, sorry, is a better alternative to the professionals who do an amazing job. I am a coach, a life performance coach who has worked with humans and understands human behavior from many different perspectives. I'm not a neuroscientist or a neurophysiologist, but I understand, or what I believe, that the game of life we all play is directly around our neurochemistry and our internal environment. When I teach mental strength training courses, the mental health enhancement aspects are a given. When you learn how your thoughts, feelings and behaviors are all in your control and you learn the habits, tools and strategies to quote unquote control them better and more often, your mental health will be better, without a doubt. It's like anything in life. If you do the deliberate practice, the actual work you know needs to be done, you will improve. If you just learn about it and know what to do, but don't actually implement it, if you don't take action, I'm sorry, but magic won't happen. Remember, knowledge is not power. Applied knowledge is power. If you want to be better at maths, you need to practice. If you want to be better at your sport, you need to practice. If you want to be better at your computer skills, you need to practice. If you want to have better relationships, you need to put in the effort, not just the time, but the effort to understand yourself and the other person or people and the dynamics of different relationships. If you want to enhance your mental health, You need to understand yourself better than ever before and you need to do the deliberate practice and implement the processes that improve your energetic states, your mindsets, your neurochemistry, physiology, your mood, your relationships, your experience of your life in this world. So I want to read you an article from a guy called Maston Kipp who is a functional life coach from America and is recognized by Oprah Winfrey as a thought leader for the next generation. Now, the article is titled, What is Depression? New Discoveries Could Help Us Better Understand and Heal. So it starts off saying, the American Psychiatric Association states, depression, major depressive disorder, is a common and serious medical illness that negatively affects how you feel, the way you think, and how you act. Fortunately, it is also treatable. Depression causes feelings of sadness and or a loss of interest in activities once enjoyed. 
It can lead to a variety of emotional and physical problems and can decrease a person's ability to function at work and at home. The APA, so he's referring to the American Psychiatric Association, the APA also states that one in six people will experience depression in their lifetime. Additionally, the APA states there are four primary factors that play a role in depression. Number one, biochemistry. Differences in certain chemicals in the brain may contribute to symptoms of depression. Number two, genetics. Depression can run in families. For example, if one identical twin has depression, the other has a 70% chance of having the illness sometime in life. Number three, personality. People with low self-esteem who are easily overwhelmed by stress or who are generally pessimistic appear to be more likely to experience depression. Number four, environmental factors. Continuous exposure to violence, neglect, abuse or poverty may make some people more vulnerable to depression. And these are all factors indeed. However, Cutting-edge science is showing us that depression is not entirely what we thought it was. So this is still me reading the article. He goes on to say, There are four more factors that must be considered when evaluating and treating the cause of depression. They are gut health, number one. Number two, unhealed emotional trauma. Number three, the health of the vagus nerve. And number four, a sense of purpose or meaning. He goes on to say, let me explain. You see, 90% of serotonin is produced in the gut. And when we have low serotonin, we tend to have lower moods and this can contribute to a state of depression. So in order for our body to restore proper production of serotonin, it will never come from a drug. We must work to restore our body's own production of serotonin in the gut. Therefore, gut health is vital in helping elevate your mood and help you get out of a depressive state. He goes on to say, next, depression is correlated to unhealed emotional trauma. Harvard reports that emotional trauma, both in childhood and later in life, leaves you most susceptible to depression. If you have any kind of unhealed trauma that can be big or small, you are much more likely to develop depression. An emerging model of how humans process and deal with stress may explain a very practical purpose for depression. Next, the vagus nerve influences many functions of the body, one of which is immobilization or feigning death. The fight or flight response is very popular and well known. However, it is not the only survival response we have. We are also programmed to feign death in the presence of a threat. So, Depression may not simply be what we thought. It may also be an ancient survival pattern designed to help us withdraw and pretend to be dead in order to survive. Our bodies are genius at survival, so much so that depression may be our way of staying physically safe from a perceived threat. goes on to say, when you add in unhealed emotional trauma, the body has a good reason to pretend to be dead so that it doesn't experience the trauma again. Understanding that depression may be a survival pattern helps us have self-compassion and compassion for anyone who has struggled with depression. Perhaps it's not them. Perhaps it's an automatic response to stay safe. 
When we see that gut health, unhealed trauma and our body's nervous system are perhaps causing depression or at least contributing to it in a significant way, now we see why just telling someone to be happy is perhaps one of the worst things we can do. He goes on to say, having depression doesn't mean you are a bad person or that there is something wrong with you. Perhaps it does mean that something painful happened to you and your body is trying to cope as best it can. Perhaps having depression means you are not producing the neurotransmitters you need to feel better because you don't have a healthy gut. Perhaps having depression means that you are trying to starve off any further threats and survive. Perhaps depression is an appropriate response to an unhealthy gut, unhealed trauma and a scared nervous system that wants you to play dead and be safe. Perhaps we need to see depression differently. And he goes on to say, which brings me to the fourth point. When was the last time a medical or mental health professional asked you, are you living your purpose? Do you have meaning in your life? He says, it seems odd for me to suggest this. However, the research is clear and he links and says, a recent study shows that having purpose and meaning in your life literally helps you live longer. The study states, having a purpose in life appears to widely buffer against mortality risk across the adult years. It can be a very hard, sorry, it can be very hard to have purpose in your life when you are shut down, don't have a healthy gut and have unprocessed trauma. However, purpose can be a doorway to help you get free. It's vital to find meaning in your pain or depression, to ask for help and to help others. You don't have to make some grandiose stand and be a superhero, but you can make small steps every day to help others to find what's meaningful to get outside yourself and help other people this is a vital part of reducing your symptoms of depression and he says given the above perhaps now you can see that wishing for your depression to go away because you took a pill is not lined up with the most up-to-date research yes prescription medication can save lives and many times we need to be on it for a long time and Mastin actually says here, I'm on Adderall XR for the foreseeable future. However, I do not believe that this drug will be the thing I need to feel better. Drugs can save lives, but they can't make your trauma go away or restore balance to your gut. Drugs can't give you purpose. And he says they can save your life in the short term, but in the long term, without doing the rest of the work, drugs will just help you cope better. So that was the article and I really resonated with it. Just a reminder, it was written by Maston Kip. So my question to you, the listener, how can you enhance your mental health? Even if you haven't experienced depression or mental ill health, that's not what I'm talking about. Why wouldn't you want to improve your mental health? Considering it's the decider of your life, how you experience the world, your happiness, your confidence, your relationships, your career? Well, here's some options. If you haven't listened to episode number nine on this podcast with Carl Hewen, I suggest you start there as we discuss gut health and how it links into every aspect of our lives. So start respecting, investigating and investing into your gut health. Now, another thing, because of my understanding of human behavior and mental health, 
This is why we've created the online program called Mental Strength Training to become the best version of yourself. Seriously, if you truly value your life, this is an opportunity for you to learn the habits, tools, and strategies to enhance your mental health and optimize your life. Look, I'm not trying to convince you to invest into this program. If you need convincing that investing into yourself is a good thing to do, then you're probably not ready for this program. But when you do decide to, you will understand yourself better than ever before. You will learn some breathing techniques to help improve your energetic conditions and it works with the vagus nerve like what was spoken about in the article. You will learn how to set helpful, powerful mindsets for many situations in life, boost your confidence and improve your level of emotional intelligence. When you're in the program, you have access to an accountability group to help keep you on track. And that's because I believe we're not supposed to navigate our lives without guidance and mentors. You'll also have weekly Q&As with me for that same reason. And more powerful than that, weekly Q&As with some other special guests. So in the first round of this program, we had world-renowned performance coach and breathing expert, Nam Baldwin, for a private Q&A allowing the guests to ask him questions directly that they could implement into their own lives and feel the benefits straight away. We also had guest appearances from Paralympic champions and world record holders, Vanessa Lowe and Scotty Reardon, the mental resilience power couple. We had inspiring women in leadership and community legends, Kath Cashel from the Kindness Factory and also Katrina Webb, who was episode number one on this podcast. So they've all been previous podcast guests. So you know the abundance of value they have to offer. And as part of the program, you get the chance to ask questions directly to some inspiring and impactful humans. Like I said, I'm not trying to convince you. I'm giving you an opportunity. I'm extremely proud to have these programs running to people anywhere in the world. I see and hear how people's lives change when they learn these processes and understand themselves better and change their perception of the world and create a paradigm shift. It blows me away when I hear how people take what they learn, implement it into their lives, create momentum and positive change and thrive again. So I want you to ask yourself this question. How often do I or have I invested into my own personal development? When was the last time I learned habits, tools and strategies to improve my life? How serious am I about living my best life? Jump on to www.yourlifeofimpact.com forward slash coaching and find out more info and sign up from there. You'll also find links on the website to email me personally if you have any questions at all about how this could work best for you. We're running several sessions throughout the year and dates will be posted on the website, but spaces are limited for each one so I can communicate better with each individual and ensure they're getting the most out of the program. So answer those questions above. And if you seriously do value your life, your learning, your growth and development, claim your spot now. Yourlifeofimpact.com forward slash coaching. And as always... Remember, this is your life journey, your life of impact.